Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Mary. And this is our Foster Parenting Experience. Well, let us welcome our new visitors first. Yeah, we uh, we got a little shout out from um, Tim and Wendy from the Foster Parenting Podcast. So link up from their Facebook page. Yeah, thank you very, very much. And we should provide the info so you can find their podcast. Although based off of how many downloads we got after they linked to us, probably all of you were fans <laughs> of them first. But, yes, uh, but uh, were the five of you who don't know about them and are listening <laughs> um you can find them on itunes by searching for the foster parenting podcast or you can go to fosterpodcast.com or www.facebook.com slash foster foster what slash foster podcast mm, better the second time thank you thank you to tim and wendy we were very flattered yeah and for those of you who are loyal listeners to Tim and Wendy, if you're expecting the same level of, of quality as far as Tim and Wendy's podcast, prepare to be disappointed. Yeah, but we're trying. Yeah. We're learning. Hopefully getting better each week. Hopefully. Okay. Status updates. Let's see. Uh, we mentioned last week that, or I guess more like two weeks now since our Who's last counting? episode. Yeah. We're, I'm going to stop. Um, but that Leland was really being fussy um and we're really happy that that seems to have gone away for the most part it might have just been um a lingering effect from our vacation or whatever but he seems more comfortable more settled in he's happier and thus we're happier yeah there is something about him that just seems calmer like he's kind of resting his head on us sometimes and just i mean he was doing that before but more frequently more normally and he's just more content like if we're walking around the house, you know, putting things away or getting ready to go, he's kind of just cool to be carried around. Whereas before, he just seemed like anxious all the mm-hmm. time, and I mean, understandably so. But he he continually seems to get more and more comfortable with us, which is feels really good, and we're excited that he seems to be you know settling in so well. He's also started walking, which has been <laughs> it's been fun watching him because he he's just he definitely taken it in quite literally baby steps where yeah it just it, it's unfolded over a couple of weeks but now he's he's getting pretty far across the room yeah and he wants to more he could take steps even when he first came mm-hmm. but he just didn't but he just didn't dr- drive that let me tell you it. he is the fastest crawler on the east coast <laughs> every person who sees him crawl everywhere we go numerous times a day Every time the same comment, wow, he's quick. Whoa, he's on the move. Yes. Yes, Thank we you. know. I'm aware. <laughs> he is ridiculously fast. We go to an, uh, um, sounds ridiculous to say, a baby art class. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, a friend Much of mine. Much like Picasso did in his mm-hmm, youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A friend of mine does like, a, <laughs> stop laughing, the kids love it, does an we call it loosely an art class. It's like a mess class on Wednesday mornings at a local senior center. And the idea is that like the seniors get to watch the kids and the kids get exposed to the seniors and just a bigger space than any of our houses like for the get together. But anyway, he, they just crack, he cracks them all up because he tries to get out the door. He tries to turn on the air conditioner, he turns <laughs> off the CD player. He like 
Yeah, he's he's crazy. I think he's quite entertaining for them, though. Yeah, Most if, exciting part of their day, for sure. I mean, yeah, at our house, if there's a button, he will press it. If there's a drawer, he will open it. If something are, is folded... He will unfold it. Yeah. If there are stairs, he will climb them. He <laughs> he can do... I think I said before, he can like do a chin-up on the bed rail. And yeah, he's so strong. Just like for fun, we were at the playground on the monkey bars, and I... like let him hang onto the monkey bars and I held him like if he let go you know my hands were a half an inch from his body before you go calling our agency <laughs> who you don't know who they are but thank goodness <laughs> like I'm just want to clarify he was not in danger of falling but I just kind of let him like hang from a low monkey bar and he can and totally he hung go for like 10 seconds until I <laughs> pick like put my hands back on him because I was like oh my goodness you're gonna be sore but He's going to be an athlete or something yeah, or just an ornery child, but he's, he's amazing. He's, he's intense. He's very strong. Yeah. And which is surprisingly similar to our other boys. Yeah. Well, who are it, also both intense. Yeah. So it, it's definitely different good. Ways. Yeah. For self-preservation around here. Uh, now we were bummed last week. He was supposed to have another visit with his dad who apparently got the times confused and didn't show up for his appointment. So that was disappointing. Yeah. We hope it's not a pattern. It's kind of too soon to tell. And he should see him this Friday yep. as well as his mom. Separate visits. Yeah. But both on Friday. Yeah. Back which, to back visits. Which is convenient, at least for you, as far as traveling and stuff. And this is the first time he'll have back to back visits. And so I am curious... Just what he's going to be like afterwards, if he's going to seem off or so far he's been fine, but it's the first time they'll mm-hmm. be together. Yeah. I mean, not together, but you know. <laughs> Same day. Same day, right in a row. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And this was this was interesting. We were go- kind of going back through our previous podcast and we realized we never revisited this one topic of initially when Leland was placed with us, a family close family friend of Leland's family came forward and said, I want to take care of Leland. Mm -hmm. And so at Leland's initial court date, it kind of seemed like it was going in that direction, but the judge said, um, and we gave her the name Amy on this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. That she needed to complete the foster parenting training that we had gone through before Leland would be placed with her and gave uh, 60 days to do that. And that was kind of our expectation is that she would do that Leland would be here about two months, and then he would transition. Yeah, so it would have put us at, like, roughly the beginning of September. Right. And well, here we are, mid-September. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was episode three we talked about that, like, a month in or so, we hadn't heard anything, and, yeah, we just thought we should circle back and say that never changed. Apparently, she never yeah. called or moved forward with that. Yeah, I mean, we haven't heard an update. I haven't asked, but... I think I'm sure we would have heard something. By yeah, now. and I asked our placement worker, who is different than Leland's social worker. Right. He has a social worker. We have a placement worker who's like, I don't know. She works with us, and she's who trains all the new foster parents and kind of recruits and things like that. I don't think we've given her a name yet, but for now we'll just <laughs> say that she exists. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think on the spot. Um, but anyway, I like. She, we love her, number one, this nameless social worker. <laughs> we love her so the much. The social worker without a name. That's what we'll call it. That's what we'll call her. <laughs> she, um, I, I said, well, you'll call us. Like, if she calls and initiates the training, like, please call us because we're going to, you know, every day goes by, the more attached we're getting and the more notice I feel like we will need 
for him to be moving, which is a, not a realistic expectation with foster care. They could move him at any time, but right. they try to give to let us know what the plan is. And so she was like, oh, definitely, I would definitely call you. And she didn't sound like that. I can't speculate, but it didn't sound like even if she called now that it would happen because he's already been with us. They don't want to move him again. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, you didn't call us for two months. You can't just decide like, oh, no, I'm ready. Right. But who knows? Yeah. For now, he's here. And Leland's next court date is coming up in October. And we're not really expecting any major changes or decisions. But no we're also, goal changes. Right. Not, I don't think they change his goal at this point. But we're also new at this, so we really don't know yeah. any of that either. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's just an update, but who knows? And then one other status update, which was we were recently asked by Leland, social worker. She was here for a visit, um, standard you know, observation, see how he's doing. And she mentioned to you, I was at work. Well, what did she ask you? She kind of like lightheartedly said, you don't want to take a three-year-old too, do you? <laughs> So it wasn't like officially asking, but she was kind of putting out the feelers, I mm-hmm. think. And I think she could tell immediately. I was like, "What?" <laughs> she was like, "Oh no, I know you. You're you. You know you can't do it right now." And I was like, "Well, I really don't think so. I don't even think I said let me talk to Mark. I think I I just said no. I don't think we can do it. And then I did email you and kind of like yeah, we talked about it later, and we would. We want to. Our our hearts are willing in that sense. But I want to be able to. Yeah, want to be able to. But we're just maxed out right now. Yeah. Um, like time-wise, energy, like resources sort of. as far as like space in our house right now with sleeping and... Traveling for visits mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just we're full. too much and we wanted to be realistic about what we could handle right now. Yeah, and the little boy actually, the little bit she told me sounded like he would come with quite a few appointments and... uh. He could be quite quite a case. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but just, you know, lots of appointments and evaluations and stuff. So, don't think it was the right time. But, remember, there's three-year-old boys out there who, who need places to go. And, and he was having to move from his current placement. So, if you're at all inclined. <laughs> Start taking those next steps. Here's our, <laughs> here's our plea. But, anyway, we're going to move on. Well... We don't have a whole lot more we wanted to talk about tonight, but it was interesting. We were we had an interesting conversation the other day in regards to some of our uh, thought process for each of us individually about how we came to the decision to become foster parents. And it was just kind of neat how God worked on both of our hearts in different ways. Yeah. But uh, first of all, I we should talk about our family bike ride because I don't even think you said it was on a bike ride. Oh, okay. You just said a conversation, but honey, how in the world do we take three kids on a (laughs) bike ride? Well, some of you might be thinking that Ethan's five and he can ride a bike by himself, which is accurate. He can, but not 10 miles, which is what we usually, we do like an eight to 10 mile loop and we are pretty intense about it. Yes. We're very intense. Mark, (laughs) Mark is like a drill sergeant when it comes to the bike. Let me tell you, people, I would not be in any kind of shape if it weren't for my husband who pushes and pushes. No, in a good way. I'm thankful. Well, and but I mean, that's how your parents were the ones that got me interested in riding bikes. And 
they ride and they talk and stuff and it's a, it's a neat way to catch up at the end of the day but they ride hard they and uh, we've just kind of adopted that same um mentality so go ethan, hard or go home baby e ethan riding his bike by himself just wouldn't really work so and we do have to ride we live near an awesome bike path but we have to ride like like a half a mile on the road to get there right and so um, safety wise that wouldn't yeah, be ideal not, i think either. our five-year-old ride on the road um so ethan is on one of those like i'm gonna call it a tandem attachment um it's called like a trailer bike but it's hooked up to Mary's bike, and so basically adds a third wheel on his, his own separate drivetrain so he can pedal. And For all you non-bike people, it just means he it doesn't matter if he pedals or not. Like our <laughs> gearing isn't together. Right. So he can pedal, and it kind of helps, but mostly I feel like I pull him back there. I looked back yesterday, and he has like his head resting on the handlebars, like <laughs> chilling out. Yeah. Um, but that was a gift for my birthday from your parents, so that was cool because that – helped us get to a place where we could bike with the rest of us but that still leaves two kids unaccounted for now the simplest solution would have been a two-person bike trailer for me to tell and for ezra and leland to ride in there but did leland like that leland did not and for good reason they're kind of awkward for kids like under two and yeah it just wasn't great he wasn't real comfortable so we also had to put on a seat on the back of my bike. So that's where Leland sits. And then Ezra rides like a king in his chariot in the back. <laughs> He's thrilled. He talks the whole time. He has a water bottle holder uh -huh. there. And like if we stop at the store, we put stuff in, in the trailer with him. And he, he really uh, has, <laughs> has embraced his responsibility to hold the milk until we get home. And... Yeah. But... We As you can imagine, if hopefully we've painted the visual, but we get <laughs> <laughs> we get some looks on the bike path. Well, I always think it's funny because I ride behind Mark and the Mark and Leland and Ezra, and like people always, you know, their head turns with him, and it's like, whoa, you've got two kids on that bike, and then they see me with e Ethan, and it's like their jaw drops, like, and there's more. <laughs> So yeah, we're kind of like a spectacle through town, but we just weren't willing to give it up. We loved it so much, and the kids love it, and it's kind of the only reasonable way to get exercise with three children. Yeah, it really works well, and all the kids really enjoy it. They're all so calm. Even Leland is just totally calm for like yeah. that 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, That's right, peeps. We bike 10 miles in 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's probably a lot of people that are not that. impressed by that. I'm impressed by it. <laughs> Hills. We live around some hills. Well, yeah. We I was gonna say we bike hard, but we're towing a lot of extra weight. So, um, anyway, we uh, yeah, we really value those rides, and it's a great way for us to catch up about our day. Because otherwise, if when when I get home and we try to talk, that's almost impossible. Yeah, with... the kids are like kind of antsy to either eat or play or wrestle you, and so yes, it's a very nice nice end to our day. Well. Sort of close to the end. Transition to dinner time and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so, okay, so we went off on that tangent for a little bit, but I wanted to explain because I thought it's kind of humorous. It cracks us up, so. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, we were talking the other night, and it was it was cool. Um, but let's start with you. Um, I mean, when we got engaged, you mentioned that, you know, maybe someday we'll, we'll adopt. So you were much more in a mindset of adoption slash maybe fostering someday, whereas I was not at all. 
Um, you weren't like against it, but you just had never like, if we can have our own quote unquote children, like why would we? I think yeah. you just had, hadn't considered it. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm not proud of that, but that is where yeah, I was. That's a, where I think most people are. That's where I was, um, you know, going back five, six, seven years ago. Um, but so we did talk a little bit about our decision to become foster parents in, I think, episode one. But um, we were talking about just how God really was moving on your heart. Because mm-hmm. it started with you, like, last summer, last fall, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess, yeah, that was around when we started, like, seriously talking about it. Because you'd kind of come around to the idea. I think once, like, our nephew was adopted, it was, you were much more like, oh, this is a great way to build families, like, Mm -hmm. regardless of our fertility status. Um, And once I got over my initial fears about watching The Blind Side because I was worried it was going to make me too upset about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, the tough family situation he was coming from. But no, there was a lot of different things that, yeah, brought me. Um, yeah, like, different things over the years. But brought me to a totally different point of view where I was so not opposed to I wouldn't have told anyone I was opposed to it, but I wasn't interested in it. Mm-hmm. To feeling like, no, I'm totally on board about this. Definitely. If our family's going to grow, we should definitely do it through adoption. And that's kind of where we were last summer, last fall. Yeah. So talk about some of the things that helped us kind of transition to foster parenting. Yeah. Well, going back just a tiny bit, you mentioned that I was kind of like always interested in adoption and and always kind of open to foster care. Um, but I most of that was actually before like before we had any kids. Back kind of when I was a teenager, I went on a mission trip to Uganda and you know, worked in an orphanage and, um, you know, just kind of became aware of how many orphans there were from my experience there. And I guess I kind of had like a fairy tale or very romantic view of adoption. It was not accurate to, to, I don't know. I won't, I won't digress, but kind of had a fairy tale view of not only adoption, but parenting in in general. Motherhood was a rough transition for me. I think mostly because of expectations. It was something that I did not, this sounds crazy. I didn't like anticipate it to be that hard because I just always wanted to do it. And I loved kids and I just didn't think about how hard it was going to be. And our first baby was like a really challenging colicky baby. And anyway, so my like, being okay and interested in adoption was long before I had any experience with parenting. Then becoming a parent, I think I not moved away from it, but I was just like wrapped up in my own, like, this is hard. You know, this is different than I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, we had our two boys, we moved a couple times in there. It just was not on our minds for years. So don't think that this is like, (laughs) if you're not there, don't, feel bad we have not always been there and I'm really thankful that God got us there and um yeah it's all kind of in his timing Uh, I was gonna say and let's talk about or to put in perspective so God was moving on both of our hearts towards like adoption and uh, possibly foster care um last year but where were we feeling about parenting in general even (laughs) just last year yeah we were going through 
a hard time. Just the, I don't know. The boys aren't particularly tough boys, but I don't know. Just seemed like it was a rough period with discipline and, um, we had some potty training issues that just kind of seemed to go on and on and on that just add a lot of stress to every, you know, we had to think about just planning for it as far as without getting gross, but just some potty training issues that, that were stressful and some behavior things. And I mean, I can remember calling Mark last fall, just, I mean, during the day at work being so frustrated and just feeling so ineffective as a parent. And if you'd have told me a year from now, I would have, have another child and who would be a foster child. I probably would have laughed or cried or (laughs) some of each, but anyway, I think God used those to, to kind of teach me like, yeah, you can't do this. Like you cannot do it at all on your own. And, and that I really need God's strength to be able to, to handle the situations that could come up and to be able to raise our boys and just kind of surrendering my agenda and what, what I want my day, my life, everything to look like versus what God kind of had planned for us. And the interesting thing is we were just reflecting on this, that now we have three kids, one of whom is, you know, has some background that could make him, does make him challenging in some ways, that being Leland. And I don't think our life is any harder. Like, right. mm-hmm. and in some ways it has a lot more joy. I mean, I feel like we appreciate them so much and just kind of love the stages that they're in. Whereas in the past, I think a lot of times we've like, wished away like oh I can't wait till they sleep through the night oh I can't wait till they're potty trained I can't wait till they go to preschool and now I definitely feel like it's given us a just God's worked in us and made us just like love seeing them grow up and so he's definitely been faithful as we kind of took steps towards what it seemed like he was leading us to and it was neat too how God worked on us in regards to logistical issues because We've been in our house about 15 months. Something like that. Moved in last June, July-ish. And we were so excited. We can't tell you how excited we were to get our house because it had three bedrooms. Woohoo! <laughs> Which meant Ethan and Ezra could sleep separately. Because prior to that, we had been in an apartment, a two-bedroom apartment. And putting them in the same room was a complete oh, disaster. It was really bad. Ethan just couldn't get the concept of being quiet and Ezra couldn't get the Ezra concept was of sleeping through the night. Yeah. And anyway, we had a kid in our room for, I don't even know, forever, like a year yeah. or two. I don't know. Yeah. And so that was such a huge thing for us. And so it was just kind of crazy for us to think about, you know, as we started down this path and realizing we're going to bring another child into our home, it's like, Oh, we're going to move the boys yeah, in together. together. And just to go back a little bit, like having at no point did wanting a three bedroom house feel like an extravagant need or it wasn't <laughs> like, like, oh, we really want this. It felt like we need, this is impossible to do in the space that we have. And so it's just so funny that after living here like eight months, we decided to become foster parents. And what do you know, Ethan and Ezra, you're back together. And doing really well with it overall. Yes. We really anticipated it being tough to put them together. And we thought we're going to have sleep issues. And it's really been great. And they love it. They mm-hmm. really love being together. Yeah. They want Leland in there. I think I've mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And 
uh, we've talked previously about uh, the car thing, and we knew having three kids, we could kind of fit them across the backseat of one of our cars, but it was tough, kids fighting, and also just as far as transporting stuff. Mm-hmm. family trips, etc. Yeah. And so we were thinking we're going to need to get another car, but we were not really feeling good about having to sell one of our cars. How are we going to do that and stuff? And we, we mentioned before friends gave us a car. Uh, I sold quote unquote, my car to your brother-in-law and your dad fixed up the car and it's running great. A van. Let's a van. say that. A yeah. Minivan. Yeah. Minivan. Right. Um, but we're just, so thankful for that it's worked out great for us and so it's neat to see how god has provided um you know one with the house with the bedroom situation how we we move past our own reservations and stuff that's neat we just felt like if this is what you want us to do then i guess we'll just do it and hope you show up <laughs> and the car thing was just totally unexpected and that yeah, was, it was awesome a blessing um yeah so it was a neat conversation the other day on the bike path and we just thought we'd share some of those um, thought processes with with any of you out there that are in that decision-making process, maybe thinking about doing this. Uh, we understand it is hard. It's a big adjustment, but you can do it. God's been very faithful to us, and it's been a really neat journey. Yes, and I definitely, I, I'm so, like, joyful that we have this experience. Like, it, it doesn't just feel like Thanks, God, you've made up for, like, the toughness. It feels like we're overjoyed with, like, just the blessings of the boys and and how just seeing God provide for us kind of each step that we've, we've taken forward with it. It's been awesome. Yeah, a lot of growth for us personally. And, yeah, even when it gets tough or it gets frustrating, it's, it's so awesome to see what comes out of those situations as we – continue to be humbled, continue to learn about having a servant's heart, all things along that direction. It's just been really impactful on both of us. So we welcome your thoughts, your comments, and your feedback. You can visit our blog at ourfosterparentingexperience.wordpress.com. And if you've been feeling like God is calling you to be foster parents, we want to encourage you to take the next step. 